Section 110 of China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. Read for LibriVox.org by April 6090, California, United States of America. Thinking Out a Garden by Mortimer Menpez. A Japanese gardener spends his whole life in studying his trade, and just as earnestly and just as comprehensively as a doctor would study medicine. I was once struck by seeing a little man sitting on a box outside a silk store on a bald spot of ground. For three consecutive days I saw this little man sitting on the same little box, forever smiling and knocking out the ash from his miniature pipe. All day long he sat there, never moving, never talking. He seemed to be doing nothing but smoking and dreaming. On the third day I pointed this little man out to the merchant who owned the store, and asked what the little man was doing and why he sat there. He's thinking, said the merchant. Yes, but why must he think on that bald spot of ground? What is he going to do? I asked perplexed. The merchant gazed at me in astonishment, mingled with pity. Don't you know? he asked. He is one of our greatest landscape gardeners, and for three days he has been thinking out a garden for me. If you care to come here in a few days, he added, I will show you the drawings for that garden all completed. I came in a few days, and I was shown the most exquisite set of drawings that has ever been my good fortune to behold. What a garden it would be! There were full-grown trees, stepping-stones, miniature bridges, ponds of goldfish, all presenting an appearance of vastness, yet in reality occupying an area the size of a small room. And not only was the garden itself planned out and designed, but it was also arranged to form a pattern in relation to the trees and the houses and the surrounding hills. This little old man, without stirring from his box or making a single note, had in those three days created this garden in his mind's eye, and on returning home had sketched out the final arrangement. The merchant told me that his garden would be completed in a few weeks, with full-grown trees flourishing in it, and everything planted, all but one stone which in all probability would be there in a few weeks, while, on the other hand, it might not be placed there for years. On inquiring as to the reason of this strange delay, I was told that one particular stone, though insignificant and unnoticeable in our eyes, occupies a very prominent position, and that upon the proper placing and quality of it, the beauty and perfection of a Japanese garden depend on it almost entirely. Sometimes hundreds and even thousands of dollars are paid for a large stone that happens to be rightly proportioned and of the correct texture of ruggedness to occupy a certain position in a Japanese garden. End of section 110. This recording is in the public domain.